Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Let me thank all of you for coming, and thank you for being here. Um, today, what we're going to do is we're going to do uh, a wrap-up, all right? But there are two things that we must do. Um, oh, what's that date? Tell me the date. Tell me the date. No. You need about a 20 second. Yeah. Am I correct? Correct. Okay. I'm asking the lawyers now because we need to do the IPA and the MOU by the 20 second so that we can have stuff that's in the right place to go forward. Okay. So all the attorneys and all the managers, please, ma'am, please, sir, get together, get that over to John and Andre. We need you all to get those, that information in so that we can carry it forward, okay? Um, there came a question up about whether we should go forth in May or whether we should wait till November, all right? I think if we wait till November, we'll be in more trouble than we will in May. And, and, and I got that from talking to mayors and other folks in this room, okay? I'm seeing the nodding of the head, so. We're gonna try to put this together by May, but there's some hard deadlines that we need to meet. And I also wanna say, as you put your list together, and I'm fighting the outline, I ask everybody this except the city of Savannah. I need your list yesterday. All right, city of Savannah, I need your list yesterday so that we can put this stuff together and get it out, all right? Because we have to go before the voters with this, all right? And so when we go there, we want to be wholehearted. Now, we have to have the IDAs or the MOUs, whichever one they decide, the legal team decide they're going to do. That's how we're going to do it. With your legal team, with our legal team, and we cover all that, including folks on the board of education, all right? everybody else. Everybody that's going to be involved in this now. There seems to be some confusion as to what we're doing, but I thought we were making it clear. One challenge is what we're doing. Alright? But one challenge has many components. One of the components of one challenge is T-Plus. We just finished the other part of one challenge with the school board and the commissioners, and we got our things up to Atlanta, got them approved for our redistricting and so forth. We got them certified. All that's a part of one challenge. There are other components of one challenge that will roll out, but 
We're here today about one child and two flocks. Identical twins. Alright? And so, what we're going to do now is I'm going to call on Suzanne Kula, our engineer. Alright? And she's going to go forward to bringing you up to um, the part where we are. And then we'll go to who we need to go to next. You might have to from uh, John. We're going back to John. After then, alright, so that legally you know where we are, and then we're going to move from there. Alright, any questions now before we get started? Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, I saw people nod their head about doing the election in May, and I'd like for somebody to explain why May would be better than November when you've got a bitter primary battle on the conservative side. You're going to increase a lot of turnout. But I, 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 we all want teeth cloth, but I just want to make sure we do it right. I think they're under the same um, um, trip. I think everybody's under the same impression that I am as we talk to people. In the T-spots, if you put the streets and the roads and the bridges and the bike trail and all the rest of it that affects people directly, you'll get the turnout and you'll get the vote. All right? But folks want to know that you're resurfacing that street or they want to know that you're fixing that draining problem. All right? Or they want to know that you're fixing that sewer problem. And that's what T-Spots is for. Okay? If we read, um, we gave to everyone, Linda, can you hold yours up? Yeah, we gave to everyone the information we got from um, ACCG. It might be on that table, I had it. Oh no, I'm sorry. We're brain guy. And they told us exactly what we could do and could not do with T-Spots, okay? And all of you that I met with, and I met with each one of the municipalities and division, all the newly elected um, officials who won in November, I met with them and made sure that they had a copy of this. And uh, all the managers have it, all the mayors should have it, okay? There's only one person that did not get it because we set up the meeting and she fights, but she didn't show up. So anyway, that's not here but there yet. But please, ma'am, please, sir. Um, I think that based upon the unofficial survey, I'll call it that, that we did, I think folks would much rather do it in May than November. All right, so now. There are people who know better than me, then please make sure I know what you know. Alright? And if we need to, um, I don't know that the governor's race will be as contentious as you think it is. Alright? If some may think it is, then it could be more than what I think it is. Alright? But I think that if we show the voters that we're going to fix that drainage problem, fix their sewer problem, fix their potholes, all right? And I got a whole cavalry of potholes out the street. Throughout the county, people have been talking about those people that show me, sending me emails with their potholes on it, okay? And I don't care whether that was Bloomingdale, I don't care whether that was Tybee or Brunnenberg or Thunderbolt, but we got them. And so, um, if that needs to be some more negotiations about food, then we need to have that conversation, okay? But I've had some preliminary conversations. 
only thing that's etched in stone is we got to make sure we're legal based upon the law. We're going to have to make sure we identify the projects that we put in here. Once they're in, you can't take them out. All right? Once they go into the referendum and they go before the vote, if you're going to fix, and I'm going to pick on my own stuff so nobody gets mad at me, if you're going to fix Chester Street, and it's on that referendum, then you have to fix Chester Street. You won't be able to move that money around. All right? That's exactly what the law says. You identify it. Also, if your municipality wants to join in with the county or if you want to put a bond together, we can do that, but we must specify in the writing that that's what we're going to do. All right, so now I'm giving you the highlights. Let me give you the experts who can who be telling me this stuff. Come on, to that. Um, we have to play with the little mic this morning. Can y'all hear me okay through my mask? No? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to maintain adequate distance and I'll take it off. Um, get over here. So the chairman asked me to go through the numbers one more time so that all municipalities understand what we're looking at for distribution of TSPLOS funds. Uh, I'm going to explain one thing or a couple of things in general. The way TSPLOS is written is not written like the SPLOS that we're used to, whereas we set a time for collections and we collect through that time frame. The way TSPLOS is written is we set an estimated dollar amount. Once we get to the estimated dollar amount, Collections are no longer. So there's not going to be like, well, if we get over 420, then we have extra projects on hand. That's not the way TSPLOS is written. So what we've estimated for revenue is $420 million. Of that, the state does take an admin fee, so that's taken off the top. The other things that we did at working with the managers for, for each municipality is we developed lists that what we're calling tier one projects which are larger projects that will be sponsored by specific municipalities that will be, won't be included in like percentage distribution. They'll come off the top or off the whole 420. Um, so this table, it shows the tier one project. It also shows the other thing we did was take resurfacing and maintenance funds off that top and distribute it based on the number of mileage of roads in the municipalities and, and what municipalities are already spending on this fund, resurfacing and maintenance. And then we took that same percentage of roadway uh, mileage in the municipalities and came up with a percentage. And that's what we're calling local transportation projects. So each municipality will have possibly three categories of funding. That'll be the tier one project that you will sponsor in your municipality. That'll be the resurfacing roadway maintenance projects. And it'll be those local transportation projects. Specifically when the chairman says we need this, he's talking about those local transportation projects. Because you can't, we will write in the referendum that they'll be resurfacing and maintenance. You don't necessarily have to right now identify the specific roads that will be resurfaced and maintained because we don't always know what those will be in five years. 
Um, but we do need those local transportation projects identified on the front end. And I just wanted to go through the charts so that each municipality understands what the formula was and how we came about it and what you're, what you're looking at for distribution as you make your list. So um, I'm not going to read off every number, <laughs> but if you have any questions, I'll be glad to answer those. And, um,
So we have to fill that gap. This is an attempt to fill the gap. We cannot fix the flooding that happens on Burnside or the flooding that happens at MLK and 55 or the flooding that happens on Henry Street between East Broad and Atlantic or Gwinnett. All right.
So if we went strictly from a percentage distribution of population and or rates in the municipalities, then some municipalities wouldn't be able to get to their larger projects. Oh, I like that. So that's mm -hmm. one, the one column that's not based on road market. Right. Oh. That one is. And then also the same goes for resurfacing and road maintenance. So when we first started this conversation, the municipalities submitted their wish list for what was going to go to cost. And we tried to accommodate, or we did accommodate all those requests for resurfacing and road maintenance. So that was not specifically based on our knowledge either. And that's why we're calling those tier one. Drainage can be accomplished if it, is, if it accompanies the road project. So if you're going to replace a culvert or drainage on a roadway, then yes. But it can't be a specific just drainage project. Yes, ma'am. 
So they're working out those details. So we don't need to hash all this stuff about public transportation. The bus ain't coming to your house if you don't want it. The bus ain't coming in your neighborhood if you don't want it. Public transportation is taken care of. We don't need to get stuck in public transportation. All right? So that's one of the issues already settled, but you just don't like to answer. So we can get folks from where they need to, um, from where they are to where they need to be, but we have to work those things out, including those um, logistics centers that's on the backside of Jimmy DeLoach going down um, uh, so you get to Highway 80 and Bloomingdale. We can address those things, but it's got to go through the capitals, have to come up with the for how they're going to move people around doing that. Now, one of the things I do know is that when CAT looks at where transportation goes, you got to have somewhere between 14 and 18 people an hour riding that bus for it to fit some of those federal guidelines. Am I correct? All right. So that's, that's a dispute you need to stop. So, Mr. Chairman, I, I know that you're going back to the Dallas Street from trying to say amen. <laughs> uh, and, and, and maybe those, the, what you're talking about, that plan is very exciting and could um, satisfy the concerns and I think the value that Savannah and our council has around a commitment to countywide transit. But all goes back to, I think, uh, the first comment made, which maybe this isn't the right time and then. And by November, we'll have a more favorable electorate for Chief Law. We'll be able to address some of the questions that Commissioner Stone and others have been hearing from their constituents, as well as see a new CAP plan under new leadership um, that's going to have greater uh, confidence about uh, transit countywide. And I think we'd be able to massage our list a little bit better to cover some of the um, some of the issues that are captured in our chief plot list. I, um, from the city of Savannah's point of view, from the city manager's office specifically, uh, we just see a lot of upside to, to thinking about um, working for the peace plot referendum in November rather than continuing to try to uh, work it in the May, where we, we just don't see all of the pieces in support. Respectfully, Mr. Chairman. All right, then. Let me say this to you. How many of y'all been voting in this community for long? Y'all know yourself. When it comes to federal elections, state elections, and local elections, and school board elections, all tied into one. That's what you will get in November. All right? Folks don't like reading them referendum down at the bottom. You know they skip over. Mm -hmm. Folks who work with the voter folks can tell you a lot of times, the referendum and stuff at the bottom don't even get checked or even get looked at. Folks get tired of trying to decide up top what's going on now. I thought, and, I, and I'm flexible enough, and I'm workable enough, that if we need to move this to November, if that's the sentiment of the folks in here, and we'll move it to November, but you got to remember, in November you're going to run into a contentious national election, a contentious state election, and in some areas, contentious local elections. 
right? So you can buy any more stuff in there, put more stuff on the map. That's why we came up with the make thing in the beginning, am I correct? And y'all, yeah, don't, don't, don't fade out on the ground, because I was in the meeting. Yeah, we, we like to make it until we saw what's going to happen on the Republican side of the primary. See, <coughs> All the conservative no tax folks go to the polls were concerned about that. We lean into November also again. And since Mr. Chairman, all due respect, we've got with this election in, the, in, in May, you're going to have, it's going to be a very contentious DOP election. And that's going to a countywide election. That's going to drive out a lot of conservative voters in Savannah. And last time I checked, that block was not like that. Um, we have to go back to listen. I'm not, I'm not beyond going back to the but now what I am kind of deterred about is that five, six months ago we were talking about municipalities making up their list. Am I correct? You mean to tell me you don't have a list together yet? I think, oh, I'm not talking to you yet. I went to every municipality myself. I met individually with municipalities with, with all the folks to get this thing spurred, all right? And so to come up and find out that you haven't had meetings to talk about what you want to put on the list, that's a little disheartening. So if I give you more time, you're going to do less anyway. My school teacher, my school teacher responsibility to tell me that, all right? I give them assignment, and the longer I gave them, the less they did. And they tried to burn the night, the midnight off, and they got ready or somebody to do the numbers for them, and they come in wrong anyway. <laughs> so what I'm saying to us is, listen, if we need to have a specific conversation about when, we can do that. All right? We can do that. But when I walked in this morning, we were aiming for me. That was the last thing I had in the last three meetings, two meetings we had that we were aiming for me. So if we're going to change that, then we're going to change it. I don't have a problem with it. And, and I, 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 on behalf of the business community, we love the idea of May, but on December 6th, that all changed when David Perdue announced that he's going to run against Brian Kemp. Right? Right, so let's, go back, let's go back to square one and start growing all over again. I don't have no problem with that. All right? Then we can expand these dates. But folks, if we expand the dates, you got to do the homework. But if you wait now until October and don't have your list in, in November we're going to be the same place we are now. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, uh, I'm not speaking on behalf of my city councilors personally. Uh, I love the May Day, and also I'm fairly new here, and where I used to live for years and years, I was on the SPOS Oversight Committee. So I understand SPOS very well, and I do understand the concerns that that constituents are saying, why do we need another tax? I think you're going to have the same questions in May or in November. The best way to deal with that is lots of town halls, lots of PR. That's what I did and educated the people. And the people who went out really did understand it. But it's just repeated, repeated, repeated education. And they're not going to know the difference in May or November unless we do some town halls and PR. Yes, sir. Just quickly, um, maybe it's the proverbial mouse, elephant in the household, but 
Uh, I don't even think we get to the election, forget the election, forget the normal ballot, if everyone is not agreeable to the terms of peace laws. Right. right. So uh, it seems like to me that the focus needs to be between Cabin County and my friend the citizens of Andrew, because if they're not on board, then it doesn't matter what the other municipalities do. We signed our MOU, but we've been given five different dates now. It was December 31st to January 19th, calendar and Ours is fine, but we don't even get to the ballot if you folks can put the review. Is that, is that true? No. Okay, no. that's not what that's for. Here's what, here's, what the, here's what the law says. If we get everybody, all eight municipalities in the county, to get on the same page and do the t slots we can do 100%. If the city of Savannah decides they want to pull out, we do 75%. All right. So it's not all or none. That's the law. Am I correct? Y'all speak me out. Right. It's a little more complicated than that. Tell, tell us something. If, if, if the city of Savannah say not that, then you could collect 1%. You collect three quarters, 75% of the penny. You don't have to comply with the uh, state transportation plan. 30% of the money dollars are in together. It's going to be set aside to be in cooperation with the plan. That's all the um, the city of Savannah's population gets to run because they're a member of the county, even though they're not participating. That brings in obviously lots of other issues. Um, but you can proceed following that. We don't have to have any governmental agreement. Um, and the distribution is going to be a lot of which I'm not as familiar with it because I don't have to figure this out. Uh, the formula changes and it's written in the statute and the formula that's pretty much the signature for the summer. If, I, if, if, if you went alone without Savannah, Mr. Chairman, um, based on our reading of the law, Savannah would actually come out with more money than it's getting in our current allocation. That's not what we're wanting to do. We don't want the county to go along without us and collect 75 cents on the dollar. And then Savannah, because of our past three years of transportation spending, collect about 70% of all of the pennies collected in that. Well, that's how it would work out in the long term. But I would agree. Listen now. Listen now. And and I say this in all fairness, okay? a lot of this was done before you got here, all right? And I don't know who's been feeding you the coffee, but it's coming from Venezuela or someplace. It don't come from Chapel County. Sir, I'm not speaking from Chapel I'm going to just say, no, no disrespect, all right? But work that should have been done wasn't done, all right? And what I'm saying is, let me do this, let me do this. Hold, hold, hold on, Mr. Director, I'm coming to you. Let me do this. How many of folks in here want to show me your hands who want to do it and make it? Right. Now, how many people in here want to wait till November? See what I'm talking about? Then, um, and see the majority that come from the city of Savannah. Listen, sometime down the line, now you got to get on the, on the same page with the rest of us. Right? Sometime down the line. Yes, ma'am. What I want to mention is that if there is a county 
is that sales taxes are deeply regressive. And surprisingly, as I've found in just two years of public office, people don't like taxes. <laughs> We're going to have to find a, a stronger message together, and I fully support the November initiative uh, because smooth is fast, and, and this doesn't feel smooth to me. Uh, I want to see more substantive changes rather than I appreciate Bloomingdale's input, but specifically for the county's list and the sustainability symposium hosted by the county really showed some enlightening ideas uh, that we could dedicate ourselves to. And I want to make sure that we see that in Chatham County's list as well. If, I, if I can address that, the county, following the sustainability symposium that we um, hosted, the county formed a team of professionals and experts in the field and developed a resilience program plan. And the county is currently advertising for a resilience program manager. And that manager is expected to not only work, they will work independent of engineering department or our contracting departments, but work independently with those departments developing the, per, the projects to implement a resilience component to them. We've also, this person will also be hired to reach out to our municipal partners and offer help in that regard to them as well. So we do have that person, we do have the project uh, the position advertised now, we have some really good candidates that we're reviewing, but we expect to, and we expect to have that hire before this is even voted on. And in that case, that person will work with the user departments and work, reach out to the municipal partners to offer that expertise as well. So, so yes, we did hear you and we are responding. Sorry, in, in the interest of moving this along, I think the chairman has indicated that he's open to looking at November and maybe we can get some folks together and, and do some research and look at the ballot box at uh to see who, who is voting, who turns out when. I can I'm a good enough country boy, I can argue this both ways. In November you're gonna have all the congressional elections. You're gonna have I mean, we're going to have the, uh, in November, we're going to have the memorial uh, a number of statewide rights. And you're going to have a huge amount of advertising. The $100,000 we're going to raise for a cheese block just going to get drowned out. On the other hand, in May, you've got the primary, but that's the only thing raises from the But, you know, I'm also concerned about Republican conservatives who don't like tax. Although 85% of these blocks or any sales tax, I think, is paid for people that are coming through. So it's a great deal for us. But I think that we're not going to we're not going to get to a resolution in a meeting where we just all we just need to get two people that have the authority to look at some statistics and make a meeting. <coughs> but I think it's it's been very good for us to get it on the table and get it aired out. And in the interim, then I think. Chairman has a very good point. Every other municipality has got their list together and sit down and sit down with the city and figure out how can we move that process forward so that we're not caught in that situation that we're not And I think that's part part of his frustration. So in the interest of everybody's time, let's let's agree that right now it's an open discussion and, and let's get some facts and, and come back with a decision. Yeah. 
and, and all of you who know me know how I work. I work based upon what? Data and research. You know that. Alright? And so, one of the things that we have to be careful of is that if we do it in May, we can start collecting in October. Is that right? If we do it in November, we can't start collecting until next year, April. Alright? So just think about that. And I'm just saying, think about the difference in between the primary election and the general election. That's going to encompass a whole lot of stuff. See? And so, hmm? yeah, that's what I'm saying. See? So, anyway, again, we listen, I'm open to pulling whoever needs to be at the table, at the table, all right? But it frustrates me, and I don't hide it from you, that there was work that needed to be done that wasn't done. See? And so I don't have any confidence on going forward that you're going to do the work. Except you, you gave me word back then you're going to do the work. And you didn't do it. Now you're saying if we go to November, we can get the work done. That's frustrating. Listen, everybody in here, this is for a child county. It is one child working together to better the life of every citizen in Chatham County. Every morning I wake up, my prayer to the Lord is let me do better for Chatham County today than I did yesterday. Because today ought to be the best day of your life. So I know how to handle my frustration and I'm not I'm not um, down or criticizing anybody, but if we're going to do this, I'm going to and see, you know, tell me your last name. William. 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 I'm with, I know. I know. But I don't want I didn't want to call you what you told me and I need to call you. <laughs> I want to call you. <laughs> Miss Williams. Alright? I want to stay with Miss Williams. That's what I'm I'm with her. Either we going we've already decided that we were gonna do this. Now we need to redecide we're gonna do this. And if we redecide we're gonna do this let's get on the same page and say May or say November and stop this hitching and hashing around. That's all I'm saying. We've got to make the conditions better for the folks in Chatham County. Whether you believe it or not, based upon experts who are here, the king tide and the flooding is coming. And if we're not prepared, not only will the island suffer, and you can count all of them, but the intercity is going to suffer as well. Because the water got to go somewhere, and if we're not prepared to handle it, it's going to take over. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'm listening to this conversation, and a person who, like many of you in this room, has been around a long, long time. And as you have stated, the facts are what they are. Now, I have, I have to get up and, and say this because of what I'm hearing in this room. Sloss does not pass in the city, in the county, without the African-American vote. The majority of the despair, disparity, the majority of the disparity of any of this stuff 
the disparity happens in the African American communities. Now, I've been to all meetings, I sat down with you, Mr. Chairman, and I've done the work. I've done the work in the 5th District. I am clear on who votes for what. And when the African American community does not come out and vote for any slots, I don't care who GOP representative chose to, to, to run an election for governor in December or what? In Chatham County. It is the African American community that decides what this, this slots is going to pass. Now, and the majority of the time over the past 50 years that I've been living, that we have not been getting the share of our money. We have, in my own district, I am underwater and continuing to go underwater. And my district is continuing to be left out. So, I'm a representative in the city of Savannah. I hear my colleagues, I hear my manager. I'm not going against. Uh, we're going to get together, uh, but I've been doing the work. Commissioner Milton and I, we have been doing the work. So I'm ready. I am, but I will not. This is my this is my table over here, and we're going to get together and be on be on one table and be on one plate together for sure, and we can do that. But uh, we got to move this thing forward. And I understand about the tax. But if we can get some equal distribution of slots money and not continue to be in a disparity, that'll be all right. And that's, that's a true story. We want to go through all this wonderful flowers and bed of roses. But the true story is the distribution. I'm not, not going to say anything else. But I'll be talking to the city of Savannah. But I just can't see what I have to say. Thank you, ma'am. All right, now. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, I'm first to what extent will we work on having to be one if it pertains to our K-12 schools that soon um, be finished? And also as it pertains to the train that comes through all the city with all that traffic, as well as the traffic on 21 by Light Street School. That's right. As a part of one channel, right? We are addressing the train not only on 21, but the train that's on uh, President Street. That is a separate entity from this, okay? And um, it's separate because you cannot do anything with either one of those until you meet with Fulton D. right? And I have met with the folks, and in fact, I have a meeting coming up with the chairman from DDOT, and we're going to talk about those things. There's another project in Chatham County, and we'll come to the table when the chairman decides, the chairman of DDOT decides that the others need to be a part of that conversation. So, yeah, they are addressed. Those are being addressed. We are addressing Chatham County from one end of the spectrum to the other, all right? All the things that folks have said and done, okay, we're doing that now. Um, 
here? Do we need to go any further with this? Or we're backing off until we can have a meeting and decide they are. Yes, sir. Right now, the timetable was set up back in December. I think everybody got a letter about it. Um, the county <coughs> set to vote a referendum next Friday. And the Board of Elections and the Board of Registrars, we're going to have to send in a request for an election. By February the 7th. And that's, you got to remember, we're going to be redistricting. Right. So they've got to find precincts, and they make arrangements to hold the election, and with all the requirements for precincts, find them in the conference, and we're not at that point by that time. They make that issue independent of all of us. Right. And, and now, what, he, what he's talking about, we got a letter from the county, got a letter from the Secretary of State's office that said we had to have those things to the Board of Elections by February 7th. And then, no, 17. Right? All right. And then the Board of Elections had to have it to the Secretary of State by March 7th. That's what that is, 17 and 7. Correct. Right. We have to have it to the Board of Elections, the Board of Registers here, by February 17th. They, in turn, have to have it to the Secretary of State by um, March the 7th, so that everybody, all the redistricting stuff that's going on, and everybody can get voted in the right precinct and all the rest of them. Now, we don't have a big issue with some of the rest of them, right, because the school board and the county got together and got all certified and, and, and approved. All right? So we're moving on from that. So listen, folks. Whatever we're going to do, let's do it. Do it quickly. I can only say that. That's what, that's what Jesus told you. That, that do it, do it quick. So what you're going to do, let's do it quickly. All right? Because we need to know because there are specifics we need to give the voters. And I'm guaranteeing you. No, we not. I'm guaranteeing you that if you can tell Justin Ellis that the pothole on Martin Street is going to get resurfaced and paved, but it's got to be in the T-Splots, I'm going to vote for the T-Splots. See, so all the municipalities, I say that to say this. If you take care of those things that need to be taken care of, all right, and don't let somebody else make up your list that has nothing to do with neighborhoods. The neighborhoods are the ones who begging to be fixed. Whether you're talking about drainage, whether you're talking about um, um, sewer, whether you're talking about resurfacing, whether you're talking about lighting, all right, all those things that fit under the T-Splots, folks have been asking now for a year, because I've been in office a year. And they started asking me during the campaign, and that's where the development of one channel came from. And we have to address each one of them as in the one channel, in this area. So we have to decide, are we going to do this, or are we not? 
The only reason I brought it to you is because the Lord brought it to me. That's why I call the meeting together from the first time. I call all male managers, police chief, fire chief, and everything. Most great. Hutchinson now and then. I told them, it's our responsibility for public safety. That's for the birth of one, one chapter. T-Floss is a part of one chapter. It's not all one chapter. It's part of one chapter. There are municipalities who need this T-Floss. Because they're not taking care of this floss, and they will not get it taken care of in the infrastructure bill. We have to draw connect the dots. And everybody in here, we are our brother's people. Alright? So now, um, let's put together when we need to, whomever we need to put together, alright? Based upon the hands I saw, folks want to wait till November. Alright? So if that's the situation, that's the situation. I ain't going to mark my bike. And we just do what, I, what I'm saying to you. Still, we need to do the work. We need to do the work. If we don't do the work, none of us gonna work. And if you don't go to your constituents and find out what the problem is in their neighborhood, it's not gonna work. This ought to be this ought to be constituent neighborhood driven. Your list ought to be constituent neighborhood driven. Those folks live there, you visit them. You go by that. That's business. All right? So now, is anyone want to say anything else? If not, listen, thank you all for this morning. All right? And we look to do it again when everybody can get on the same page. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.